It is Saturday, June 8th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Scranton Wilkesbury fell in their opener last night here at home against the Syracuse Mets. They'd gone 7-2 and two against Syracuse to begin the season, but Syracuse got the better of them yesterday. It started in the first inning for Syracuse, where two outs, nobody on. Danny Espinosa worked a full count and then worked a walk. It was a really close 3-2 pitch from starting pitcher Randall Delgado, but Espinosa got the benefit of the doubt. He gets first base, and it brought up Matt Kemp. Here's the 1-1, driven in the air towards left. On the way back is Trey Ambergy, and this is gone. Lands on the bridge underneath the scoreboard, and a 2-0 lead for Syracuse. Matt Kemp's first AAA home run this stint around, and a 2-0 advantage here in the first inning. Without burying the lead, that would be the only hit that Randall Delgado gave up over seven innings, and from that point on, with two outs in the first, until there was one out in the ninth inning, Syracuse didn't get another base runner. 23 men retired in order by Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders pitching. So it's 2-0 Syracuse, and we move into the fourth inning with Scranton Wilkesbury looking to rally off of starting pitcher Chris Flexen. First man up is Bravik Valera. He walks. Next man up, Mike Ford. He walks. Two on, nobody out, and with one swing by Mike Talkman, the inning is over. Mike Talkman trails in the count of ball two strikes. The pitch, swing, line drive right at the first baseman, Herrera, who dives back to the first base bag ahead of Mike Ford. Now the runner takes off for third base. Valera's out, and a triple play. And Jay Bell, Bravig Valera can't believe it. Skyler Schaun punches him out at third base, and it's a 3-5 triple play. And just like that, the bottom of the fourth inning is over. Pretty incredible for Syracuse turning a 5-3 triple play. And we move into the fifth inning. As mentioned, Randall Delgado was on cruise control at that point. So for the Rail Riders, they were looking for their first hit still off of Flexen, who again had faced the minimum thanks to a triple play. The fifth inning began with Trey Ambergy coming to bat. Ambergy drills one to left center field, gives it a ride. Davis to the warning track. It's gone. Adios and via con Dios. Solo blast for Trey Ambergy. And the Rail Riders are back on it. Now a 2-1 game here in the fifth inning. The first hit of the night, a solo home run. Mike Ford with 13 homers. Ryan McBroom with 12. Trey Ambergy becomes the third Rail Rider with double-digit homers this year. That was his 10th of the season, and it cut the deficit in half. For Scranton Wilkesbury, that would be their only run of the game. And Syracuse did tack on an insurance run in the ninth inning. They made it 3-1. And the Rail Riders had a base runner aboard in the ninth inning with Tyler Wade reaching on an infield single. So they did bring the tying run up, but Ryan McBroom struck out looking, and the game came to a close. It was a game played in 2 hours 44 minutes before a fireworks expectant crowd of 8,291 fans on a beautiful night in Music PA. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to sit down with Doug Davis, the bullpen coach for Scranton Wilkesbury. Davis has a big role in getting the pitching staffs and catchers on the same page in preparation for each night's game. And up in Syracuse on Wednesday, back-to-back shutouts and a doubleheader and a stretch of 24 innings in a row without allowing a run 
in the day and age with so much offense up in AAA with these new baseballs. We wanted to know from Doug how it is that the team was able to do what they did on the pitching side of things up in Buffalo. No, we're certainly not. And, uh, but, we, but we know those guys are capable of that. And when, when you do get into double headers and you get into them, you know, now we're fairly close to the midway point of the season. You know, guys are built up pretty well. I think that's when you realize that, you know, potentially you're going to have some complete game possibilities. And Chance was terrific um, right from the start. I mean, he's just started throwing strikes. He didn't work really any deep counts. Uh, you know, he, he didn't have a lot of strikeouts, but they hit, they put the ball in play. Uh, he was in complete control and, and worked his way through that seven innings very quickly. Uh, and, and Nestor... I guess you know, we know what to expect from Nestor, but when he's coming back from the big leagues and he hasn't necessarily pitched consistently, you aren't sure, but he just picked up right where he left off. And uh, he had a great game against Buffalo at the beginning of the season and uh, just picked up right where he left off, uh, was dominant in that game. And, and JP probably had the best inning you know we've seen out of him all year. So it just all worked out very well together. It, it was nice to see um, from a baseball purist, I guess. It's nice to have those good pitching outings, and, and we got a couple of, couple of them on the same day. Talking with Doug Davis, the bullpen coach, third base coach for the Rail Riders. The offense was also there, and moments clicking at times during that series but enough to split it up essentially three victories three losses what does it mean to you to go back to buffalo to have the opportunity to see some of those guys again you know your tours through the international league over the last let's say couple of years have been expansive but what does it mean to get back to see a team like buffalo well i always enjoy seeing buffalo bobby meacham the manager you know i hired when i was with the blue jays um, as uh, uh, Corey Hart, uh, their hitting coach, uh, Devon White, I've known for a long, long time. He and I played together in double-A with the Angels. So, you know, from that standpoint, it's always great to see those guys. Um, and then the players, you know, I they always make me feel like they miss me. So that that's always a good feeling. You know, I like seeing guys that I've had in the past and, you know, have, have tried to, you know, put time in to help them with their career and, uh, it's, it's nice to see them all having some success. And, you know, with the way that organization is right now, there's a lot of opportunity. And uh, I think guys are making the most of it. It's nice to see some of those kids get the opportunity to go up there and play. Rail Riders back at home tonight taking on the Syracuse Mets. Another one of those multiple games over a shorter amount of days series with a doubleheader coming up on Sunday to make up for a postponement in April. Of course, the last time we saw Syracuse it was a little bit of a dust-up at their yard over Memorial Day weekend, the Mike Ford Homer and Archimedes Caminero and everything that surrounded that. What's your anticipation about this series? Do you think we've moved on from that, or do you think there will be anything stemming over? You know, Caminero's not with them right now. All the suspensions are over, and it's big league guys. You know, they're used to this. What is your take on what might happen, or are we beyond it? Oh, I, I definitely think both teams at this point in time are beyond it. Um, you're right about the big league guy. I mean, they have a lot of experienced players on their team, as do we. Um, you know, what's unusual is you, you just don't see bench-clearing brawls very often anymore in the minor leagues, and uh, you know, which is a good thing. You know, when, you know when, and when you have them, it's a little bit shocking. Sometimes guys don't actually know how to handle themselves or know what to do, and really both times not much – occurred uh, on the field, which was good. Um, but, uh, you know, I think everybody just, you know, they wanted to make they wanted to make a point. I think after it, 
the second time we wanted to make a point and I think we did and you know again I think everybody understands where we're at now and it's just uh, moving forward and continuing to play play baseball during the course of the season um, I, I frankly just don't don't see anything happening during the course of this series with regards to what happened in Syracuse Finally for you, Doug, I'm going to take you back to a moment during this Buffalo series. Tyler Wade scores on a very shallow sack fly. At what point in your process are you thinking, we're going to try this, If depending on where it is? And, you know, Tyler's a quick kid, very fast, so it worked out for the rail riders. But as you see that shallow fly ball coming in, where does the communication start to say let's do this well the communication starts beforehand i think when you you know you're preparing when he's on third base or anybody's on third base you're talking about arms i'm trying to let those guys know who has the best arm in the outfield and then uh you know as that play kind of transpires and the ball's in the air i'm yelling at him to get back and tag Uh, and then from my perspective i just stood right next to him and i told him to go ahead and go and fake (laughs) And but he made a tremendous read because, uh, you know, their left fielder sort of came across in front of the center fielder and and, and on an angle, he really wasn't moving toward home plate. And Tyler saw that, recognized that, felt that uh, even though that guy had a very good arm, that uh, it was worth the shot. And, uh, you know, it worked out very well for him. He he beat the play and I think it was a tremendous read on his part, uh, but I can't take any credit for it. Thanks to bullpen coach Doug Davis for being our pregame guest yesterday, and thanks to you for making the Rayleigh part of your day today. We've got first pitch at 4.05 this afternoon here at PNC Field. Syracuse and Scranton-Wilkes-Barre in game two of four of their weekend series, which features a doubleheader tomorrow. Pregame coverage begins at 3.35 with Adam Marco and me on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later this afternoon.